Hello everyone, it's me, your boy Dean. I'm here to serve you this piping hot tea. Um, I hope everyone's having a good Saturday. If you hear um, background noise, that's my neighbor. He's cutting his yard and he likes to get cut, cut close to our house. I don't know why. He better not, you know, hitting up he ain't supposed to be hitting though. I know that. But, um, <laughs> but um, I hope everyone's having a good Saturday. I just wanted to jump on here and just give a little miscellaneous episode about something I wanted to talk about. Um, and I want to talk about the music industry. And specifically, I want to ask, do albums still matter? And by and I, the reason that got me asking that question is because for the past three weeks, um, there's been a lot of talk about three artists and their albums that dropped in the past three weeks. That's Kanye West's Donda, that's Drake's Certified Lover Boy, and then that's Lil Nas X's debut album, Montero. And I've listened to all three of them, and I'm going to give you my opinions on them one by one, and then we'll go from there. Um, First, let's talk about Kanye West. Now, the last Kanye West album I physically bought, like I actually went to Walmart, because that's why I used to get all my CDs from was Walmart, um, and bought and listened to and still have is 808 and Heartbreak. I still have that CD, and sometimes I still put it in my car when I'm driving. That's the last Kanye West album I really sat there and listened to. But, you know, I don't know, you know, all the controversy and all the attention Donna got because Kanye was doing these little shows and, you know, the graphics got people talking, then the drama with him and Kim and their divorce, um, him breaking down about his mom, who the, who the album is named after, you know. So I'm like, maybe, maybe I should just go listen to it. And I listened to it, and, you know, to be honest with you, I give it a... A eight out of ten. It was a good album. I I enjoyed it. You know, even though Kanye is is out there, even though you know Kanye clearly has issues, I'm not gonna act like you know that man ain't make good music because he did. That song Hurricane with the Weekend, the little baby. That's a good song. You know, I listen to I've listened to that one time, um, three times in a day, one time. And so I do list. I do like the album. I do. And I see why, you know, Kanye West fans were streaming in and trying to get all them singles, you know, to chart, chart the top, um, um, top the charts, I'm sorry. But I, I don't, I, you know, I'm like, if I was a huge Kanye West fan, I'd do the same thing. Now let's go on to Drake's Certified Lover Boy. Now I've been a fan of Drake since I was on seventh grade. You know, for a while, Drake was like my favorite rapper, actually. I used to be a big young money freak. You know, if it was Lil Wayne, Nicki, and Drake, I would just go out there and support anything they did. And I still have um, Drake's first three three albums on CDs still. I still have them, and sometimes I still listen to them, especially Take Care. That's my favorite album by Drake. But I gotta be honest with you. I listen to Certified Lover Boy, and I'll be frankly honest with you. It was a boring album. It was. The songs were lazy. You could tell he just made the songs just to chart or just to get viral on TikTok. You know, there was nothing special about it. You know, maybe because I've always been, I've always listened to Drake's um, albums and music and mixtapes. You know, it's like he just put everything from Take Care and Thank Me Later and just put it all in Certified Lover Boy. Literally, there's songs about women breaking his heart. Then he has songs about he the best rapper and how none of these other rappers can step to him. Then, you know, he has songs about how he want to elevate and 
take over the industry and you know build something up then he has little shots thrown at a woman who done broke his heart then he has little you know just bs songs just to fill up the album like girls like girls with little baby which i think i think that's the highest charting single from the album so far and it's not a bad song it's just you know we've been there we done that you know for all that talk about you know how homophobic hip-hop is, you know, I do find it funny. Most of these male rappers have songs about, you know, girls, girls fucking in front of them, girls eating each other out, and, you know, want to videotape that, but that's a conversation for another day. So, you know, I give Drake album, you know, a 5 out of 10, because, I mean, it ain't the worst album, but it ain't good either. Now, let's talk about Mr. Lil Nas X. Now, this is his first album. You know, now when he did have the Old Town Road song, that wasn't the album. That was an extended play. Those are two different things. But this was his first album. And of course, I'm sure you all saw, you know, the pregnancy photo, the shoe controversy, um, you know, him getting in beefs with Lil Bootsy and all them. And, you know, so he dropped that album. And I will say, I enjoy his album. And not because he's, you know, LGBT, rainbow-affiliated. No, I actually enjoyed the album. I did. Now, I will say the only criticism I have of the album was, one, because his attention whoring, I think he did alienate a lot of people who were fans of his previously. And, you know, I think think that backfired on him. Also, you know, him releasing this album so close to when Drake and Kanye released theirs probably was a big mistake, too. You know, he should have released it a little earlier, or maybe he should have waited a little longer. But it wasn't a bad album. Actually, I give this album a 7 out of 10. Um, the, uh, the songs on the album are good, and actually 11 of them have charted, and three of them are in the top 10. He has three songs in the top 10. Um, my favorite song from the album is Dead Right Now. So like the, the Industry Baby um, song, which that video caused controversy as well. So, you know, I do I do like the album. I, I, and also, I, I will say, because I said this, I said this when I did that MCV um, breakdown with Doja Cat. When you listen to the album, because again, the industry keeps trying to put Lil Nas, Doja Cat, even The Weeknd, and R&B and hip-hop, and these are all pop artists. Like, when you listen to that album, it's not a hip-hop album. It's, it's clearly a pop album. Really, it's pop rap. You know, back in the night, and I think maybe that's where they keep trying to put these black artists into hip-hop, even though they're pop, because there's no real lanes for, for the music that was, that was more in the 90s. For instance, Doja Cat, is not hip-hop. Doja Cat is dance pop. And dance pop, again, was very popular in the 80s and 90s. Basically, it's a hip-hop beat with pop lyrics, and they might be a little rapped on in there, but that's not hip-hop, that's dance pop. Uh, An example of that is Gonna Make You Sweat by C Plus C Music Factory. I know you all have heard that song. It's been in countless music videos. It's been in countless um, TV shows and movies. But go on YouTube and just type in Gonna Make You Sweat. That is a classic example of a dance pop song. In the 90s, people didn't consider them a hip-hop group, even though there was a rapper in it, because they weren't. That is a dance group, and that's what Doja Cat is. Lil Nas is the same thing. Really, to be honest with you, Lil Nas is kind of like MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice minus the attention horn. 
you know, that's because, again, you know, people, there was controversy about whether they were hip-hop. But really, they were in pop rap. That's honestly what Lil Nas does. It's like pop rap. So that album is a pop album. And I think that's also why, you know, because the industry keeps trying to label it as hip-hop. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people in hip-hop don't really mess with LGBT or homosexuality like that. I think that also hurt him, too. Now, I will say I've been seeing videos on YouTube of people saying his album flopped because it went number two. And, you know, that's not a flop. And this segues to my next topic. But I just want to say, in my personal opinion, I don't think that's not a flop. For a debut album, he did good numbers. And the album went went number one worldwide. And that goes into my next segment. Because, I, again, I, and again, when I did that MCV breakdown, I said there's a big disconnect between the older generation and the younger generation with the music. And this just shows. Because I know there's a lot of people who said Lil Nas X Fly are people my dad's age who were teenagers in the 80s and 90s. Because back then, you know, the music industry was so different. It was very basic. If a song, the only way you could hear a song was if it came on the radio and it got played constantly. Or if you went to the club and it got played constantly. Then when the artist would drop the album, you would go spend your money. You go spend your money, especially during the summer when you had a summer job. You go spend your money, buy the CD, the album, or the cassette. And then you play it, play it, play it till it got scratched out, till the tape popped, or you know, till the radio gave out. I mean, what, till the CD player gave out. You know, that was very basic back then. Nowadays, everything is different. People stream stuff now. You know, even though I still have my CDs, you know, a lot of people don't buy CDs no more. Although, interestingly enough, especially in college, I noticed a lot of people have been buying albums. You know, there was a little store at my college and, you know, they sell albums and people go in there and buy them for Christmas, buy them for their grandparents. I even bought my granddad an album. But see, I, but see, people will buy them for the album covers. They just won't play them because they don't have record players. It's like people collect these albums but never play them. But that's still going to the artist's um, bank account. But getting off track, sorry. Y'all know I get off track sometimes. But, you know, people, people stream stuff now. You know, with the rise of apps like Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music, and all these other little streaming sites, you know, that's how people are buying the music now. Even TikTok, that stupid little app that I refuse to get on. But I'm not going to lie, it has helped the music industry. It really has. Some of these little teenagers who be doing these little stupid challenges and these stupid little dance and these stupid little skits, you know, and they be having a background music. A lot of them artists, you know, get put on because of TikTok. There was a song in 2018 called Roxanne. I forgot who the guy is who, who um, put the song out. But, you know, that song blew up on, on TikTok. That's really when I found out what TikTok was. Because I was in, in class at college. And, you know, this girl kept playing it on TikTok. And I'm like, what is that? She showed me. And she was like, oh, it's the app called TikTok. And I saw the little dance on it. And, you know, that song blew up. Lizzo, Truth Hurts, that blew up. That song came out in 2017. It blew up in 2019 because of TikTok. The fact that Lil Nas has, you know, lasted this long, because let's be real, Lil Nas and Doja Cat both really should be one-hit wonders. If this was the 90s, both of them would be considered one-hit wonders. 
but it's not no more. These streaming apps and these little other little apps like TikTok have had have led to these people having actual career with some form of longevity. It has. <clears throat> and so the music industry is just very different. I even had to tell my dad who, you know, my dad graduated from high school in 1994. And, you know, when Lil Nas released that um, that Montero video where he was twerking on the devil and stuff, and, you know, I said, told my dad, you know, every song he's released has gone platinum. And, you know, my dad just couldn't believe that because he only knew one song by him. He only knew the Old Town Road song. But, you know, when I had to explain to my dad, well, you know, on these streaming apps like Pandora or Spotify, you could just listen to his music or people who make music like him exclusively. You know, you don't got to just hear it on the radio no more. And so people would just stream it, stream it, stream it, stream the album and stuff. And, you know, they're counting that as sales now. And so, you know, and he just didn't he just didn't understand that at the time. I think he understands it now. And I will. And I want to also that leads me to a segue into my other point. The music industry is is in a chaotic place. Because the music industry is making money again. And, you know, people actually have more interest again in the music and how the music is being made and sold now. Just like, again, that MTV Being Amazed that was last, that was earlier this month, no, earlier last month, you know, that was the first MTV Being Amazed where people had interest again. And this goes to show you when I said in that first video, that you know that old guard is moving out and i'm not just talking about the artists i'm talking about the old way of doing things is slowly going out because you know you know again i can just i could just put out a song put on one of these apps and if it's good enough people will stream it and that's how i get put on i don't get i don't you don't even have to go to the record company anymore you know, I don't even got to go to the radio station and bet them to play my song like they used to do back in the day. You know, I can go right here and do it myself. And I just saw an article where the music industry is doing good. Like, the best years of the music industry was in the late 90s. And, you know, and I think that's why people keep trying to recreate the 90s so much. But they, that was, like, one of the best times in the music industry because you had iconic albums, you know, that people have studied, have went to college and listened to, that people have been copying from artists like Janet, Michael, Madonna, Green Day, Snoop Dogg, Tupac, Biggie, Errol Smith, Pearl Jam. You know, a lot of them albums that came out in that late 90s period, you know, generated so much income for the music industry. You know, that's where you started seeing albums going 16 times platinum, 14 times platinum. You know, they even had to come up with a new certification called Diamond. And I think that's if an album sells over 10 million. Because it, it used in the 50s and 60s, it was just gold. Then it was platinum in the 70s. Now, you know, it went to Diamond. And I think Diamond has stuck. You know, I don't think they have anything above Diamond. But... You know, it's stuck like that. Hell, who knows? They might come out with something like Amethyst or or Emerald or something or something crazy. You know, we'll see down the line. 
And then, you know, in the 2000s when Napster came out where people started illegally downloading songs. And don't lie, you all, you know, a lot of you all who are listening to me right now, y'all know y'all had that one person who sold them CDs at their car. I ain't gonna name no names, I ain't no snitch, but I'm just saying, be honest. Hold on, y'all. Y'all know when I be talking, I gotta drink my tea. Okay. Go, okay. But yeah, and you know, the music industry started doing bad. Because it wasn't it wasn't that the music was bad. It was just people weren't buying it, you know, legally. And so a lot of a lot of artists, you know, were panicking. You had people getting dropped from labels. Whole labels disappeared. Or they had to they were forced to join with a bigger company to survive. And then the artists who with that smaller company got lost in the shuffle when they joined with the big company. Tay Jive. A lot of them R&B artists like Alicia Keys, R. Kelly, Leona Lewis, Fantasia of the 2000s, you know, Jive ran out of business during those years. And a lot of them were for, you know, Jive had to sell all their stuff to RCA, who was this big company that's been around, I think, since the 50s, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, they already had they established acts at RCA. And a lot of them Jive artists got lost in the shuffle. That's why, you know, certain people, you know, after 2008, certain people's music kind of didn't sound good, was to be promoted like it used to. Because, again, there was no other outlet except for the radio back then. I mean, YouTube was just now um, coming up, but again... You know, you had to you had to go to the record company to get make a music video, and then you had to have them put it on YouTube. Artists really back then, artists really couldn't just put it on YouTube like that. They were signed to a record company because you had to get it cleared through them. So the music industry was doing really bad. Then when you had these streaming services start pop up, you know, a lot of people started, you know, exclusively just putting their music on the streaming apps and luckily they had a fan base and it was just generating 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 now some of these companies you know try to try to work with these streaming apps now and that's caused controversy as well because you know spotify how spotify works spotify will let you download and stream songs and albums for free and they'll pay up they'll pay give money back to the company However, you know, the artists don't really get that much from Spotify. Most of that money goes to the company. And that's caused some controversy. Same thing with Pandora. Both of them companies have have been controversial when it comes to that. But nevertheless, it has changed how people get their music now. And so, you know, the music industry is generating buzz again. The money is coming in again. And, you know, people are excited about music again. And that and that goes back to what led me to make this podcast. Is the album still important? Cause with Drake's Lover Boy, Certified Lover Boy, truth be told, I think Drake just some of the songs on there, you could tell Drake just wanted them to go viral on these streaming apps and TikTok. And that's what made the album sort of bad. Because even though people would stream these songs, some of these albums don't get streamed like they used to. You don't hear about albums doing 16 platinum no more. 
um, five times platinum no more. Some of these albums don't even go three times platinum anymore. I think Lil Babies and Beyonce are some of the only artists of the past two years whose albums have gone um, double platinum. Most people, most people will, most of these albums usually go gold, but the songs will go double platinum, triple platinum. So is the album a thing of the past too, like CDs are becoming? I don't know. Because see, all three of them artists, Drake, Lil Nas, Kanye, did have buzz for their albums. And you know how Lil Nas X was, you know, um, doing promoting his album. It, it led to a lot of discussion about, well, is is that how people gonna have to promote their albums now to be extreme, be shocking? I mean, we've been there before with Madonna, but Madonna was the only one that was doing that in the '90s and '80s. Usually, the record company would promote the album, but again, the record company kind of bows down to the streaming sites now. So I don't know. Um, I do think, I do think nowadays a lot of artists, you know, just will, just are just you know putting singles out and getting buzz and money from the singles, whether as, as opposed to just putting out an album. And you know, just because someone puts out an album, that doesn't mean it's the album. When I think of an album, I think of I think of like the Eagles' greatest hits. I listen to that album. I still listen to that album. And you know, every song on that album makes you feel something. Even if it's just horniness, even if it's just rage, even if it's just silliness, it makes you feel something. Some of these artists be just be throwing songs together just to fill up space and it don't make you feel nothing. Some of these songs be a minute and a half long. But yet they have like three hit songs on the album and that just carries the album. So when I say is our album a thing in the past, that's what I mean. Are people, are these artists gonna put their time and energy in an album like they used to? Because be, because now all you gotta do is have a hit single, and that can carry you more than the album. Notice the one hit wonder is kind of becoming a thing in the past. I mean, yeah, there's still one hit wonders, but I'm just saying you don't hear that much anymore. And there's another thing I want to ask, and maybe I'll do a follow-up on this another day. Some of these people who blow up on TikTok, can they withstand that? Or would that be the new one-hit wonder? By that, I mean the guy who made that Roxanne song I was talking about earlier, I can't even remember his name. And I heard nothing from him since. I just know that song, but I don't know him. So if you blow up on TikTok, if you blow up on these little streaming sites, is that what you're going to be known for now? The one-hit wonders, see, the one-hit wonders in the 80s and 90s, yeah, they was known for one hit, but those songs still, you know, get played. That, hey, Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind, that woman only had one hit. That's her only hit she ever had, but she still eats off that, that one song. Ice Ice Bay by, by Vanilla Ice, one of the greatest one-hit wonders of all time. But Vanilla Ice, after, hey, after he sued Shook, not in them, still eats off that song. That song still gets streamed to this day. 
it's still uh, it's still charts to this day. A lot of the one hit wonders still be showing up on the charts. You know, they'll never be at the top; they be at the bottom. But that's 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 that shows that that's iconic. A song that came out damn near forty years ago still showing up on the charts. Twenty years from now, will Roxanne still show up on the chart, or people just put it in that? Oh, that's just one song that got that blew up on that app a long time ago. I don't know. These are just things that you know. I be considering sometimes. Um, I don't know if you all know. Well, people who know me know this. Y'all know I love music. I come from a family that loves music. Um, my mama used to tell me I, used to, I need to get into the music industry and maybe try to manage people or do publishing and all that. But again, the com- you know the music, the companies aren't the same anymore. And that's and you know that's that's that thing that I may do a part two to this because that's something to consider. The stuff that you know they had in the eighties and nineties, like artist repertoire, artist training, vocal training, publicist, they still have them, but there's not that much. Because again, if I could blow up on an app or a site like SoundCloud, why should I, you know, take what the what the um the company offers when I could do it myself and make money myself. So those are just things to consider. Um, and you know, before I go, because Beyonce, who without a doubt is one of the most iconic figures in music at the moment, even she, you know, hasn't been going seven times platinum like she used to with her first album, Dangerously in Love, which is still her best-selling album. And you and you know, she, she she says something back when she used to do interviews. She says something about the album and what's going on. And I just want to play that for you before I go. Let me go to YouTube. And here it is. I'm just going to skip over this, okay? They don't make albums anymore. They don't make albums. They just try to sell a bunch of little quick singles and they burn out and they put out a new one and they burn out and they put out a new one. People don't even listen to a body of work anymore. We are number one. The album debut that When I first started out, there was no internet people taking pictures of you and putting your personal life or exploiting your personal life as entertainment. I think people are so brainwashed. You get up in the morning, you click on the computer, you see all these pictures, and it's uh, all you think of is the picture and the image that you see all day, every day, and you don't see the human form. Now, that's what um, Beyonce said back in 2013. Now, was she right? I want to know from what you all say. Y'all, y'all know I just spent almost damn near 30 minutes explaining to you my thoughts. But tell me what your thoughts are. And on that note, my, I'm your boy, Dean. I hope you enjoyed that piping hot tea. And you all have a blessed day.